0: <laughs> yeah, but he is a special teams demon. We were asked on a tweet the other day, and we, we never got around to answering or whatever. But you know, why isn't an athlete like Gunner the usual holder? Yeah, I'm like, well, that's a great question. But for him to do that, <laughs> there's a portion of practice where the snappers, holders, and kickers—a large portion of practice—are just doing their own thing <laughs> yeah. elsewhere. Yeah, and to really be part of that three-man battery, he would have to go. Do that instead of offensive things or whatever. But we've also told you too, punters need to be athletes because yeah. holding's not an easy job. I mean, not every snap's perfect. Not every snap is a punter's perfect. So just wanted to address that because we were asked that the other day and never got around to it. Well, yeah.
1: I mean, that's why you, typically you do see the the backup holder is a quarterback because they've if you ask the quarterbacks they've got the best hands on the team. But they, they take snaps all the time. Take snaps all the time. Yep. Uh, it, same thing with the punters. Like every exactly. get, every punt snap that they get is is fired back at them quickly. It's as fast as possible. <laughs> yeah, as fast right. as possible. They got to catch it. Think about doing that in the rain, exactly, or snow, right, 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 or right. whatever. So you got to you got to have good hands. And it's, to your point, they're working together all the time. They're working all the time. I and mean, I saw lots the practice of times schedule. Yeah, yeah. yeah, lots of times last year where Presley Harvin was just doing nothing for 20 minutes but catching snaps from from Christian Kuntz. Exactly. Because they really don't have
0: that much else to do. Right. Right. You know, I mean, while the offensive – if there's a team drill going on offense versus defense, well, what's your holder, snapper, you know, kicker going to do? Well, you might as well practice that trio and get it as perfect as possible. Of course, over history, Tony Romo comes to mind.
1: There's been holders, you know, that were bigger-name guys. But it's harder for the practice schedule. As I mentioned before, the the funny part here is – so they only have one long snapper – in Campton. <laughs> they got two
0: holders down there. one launch, two holders. That right.
1: two guys, both holders are down there. Both punters are down there now. Chris Boswell is the other. He's, He's the pseudo-snapper yeah. right now. Let's see if though. they snap at the same time here. See if, if, if Boswell's snap looks okay. It wasn't it's it's so shabby. Bad. Right. Like when you watch Kuntz snap it and then you, you see him do it, it's mm-hmm. like not bad. It was a little lower, but it came out hot. Yeah. You know? and then
0: the, 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 uh, so it, I saw that the other day, too, and I'm like, that's the first time I've ever seen a kicker or a punter. No, or he whoever. would never do that in a game. No, he wouldn't even be the emergency yeah. guy because he'd run him over in two <laughs> seconds, you know, and he'd get hurt. Although maybe, you're not you allowed know? to do that anymore. True. You're but not
1: allowed to put somebody over top of the, the, the snapper.
0: I still don't want all those big bodies no, around my no, $5 million dollar kicker no, either, you know. No.
1: Somebody fall on his leg.
0: But I assume Boswell got okay at it because well, they got a lot of downtime in practice. It's He's like, what, what should I it, give yeah. it a try? I'll, I'll start snapping for yeah, five, you, you know. Get in
1: these kind of situations, somebody's got to be the other the second guy, yeah,
0: yeah. Interesting.
1: Yeah, I don't know who the – usually the emergency long snapper, a tight end, mm-hmm. a linebacker, somebody with that similar body type. Some of those
0: body types. They yeah. can actually run down the field too and maybe make a tackle after snapping or block a little, you know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who it is on this team. I guess that's a good question. I would think maybe one of the tight ends.
1: I'm trying to think now. Um, I saw somebody early in the spring, and I can't remember who it was. Mm-hmm. I'm having a senior moment with that. But,
0: uh, yeah, so, I mean I'm they did... go out on a limb. No okay. knowledge of this whatsoever. I bet Connor Hayward's done it. He's done everything else. Uh, maybe. I just, I think he, he, maybe he he's that done right it at some point in his career. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, I talked to him today, actually. He said they he, in high school he was a uh, he was a quarterback slash wide receiver slash running back. Oh, so he was okay. a – yeah. <laughs> kind of like, what, you know, other than the quarterback stuff, that's what he did at Michigan State. So, true,
0: true. I, I think he's <laughs> a highly versatile, intelligent player yeah. that I would trust him to try something new or, you know, have done it in the past.
1: Yeah. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if, you know – you know, I don't know if a guy like Gentry would do that. or some, I don't know. I, I, I want to say it was one of the offensive linemen that was doing it.
0: I would be shocked if it's Gentry because much of his career he was a quarterback. Right. And he's so tall. Fryer Moose always been such a star. I right. mean, he didn't do he it at to to Penn State. Up. He probably didn't do it in high yeah. school. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. We'll Actually, find no, that out. I
1: think it might have been J.C. Hassenauer who was doing it in the spring. Okay. I think about.
0: I it. mean, as centers go, I think he could run down the field a little. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's on. I mean, three you're talking about an emergency guy.
1: situation here. Sure, sure. And people may ask, well, why don't why don't they just use a center? And Chuck Noel used to do that. <clears throat> Mike Webster was the long snapper for mm-hmm. a long time.
0: Nobody kept a long snapper in the right. '70s or '80s until either, right? until
1: the '80s, and it became you know more in vogue. And the Steelers, were, I think, if I remember correctly, were one of the last teams to finally employ an actual long snapper because Chuck Web- didn't think it was worth Webster it. Webster did it. Okay. But to your point. He could be able to run down there and cover kicks. Do you want Mike Webster running down there to cover kicks in like in his late thirties?
0: Of course not. But <laughs> I always have mixed feelings about it too. Like, isn't the roster spot worth more than .3 seconds on a long snap? No, and the you... answer is no. No, it that, really isn't. That
1: double thud makes a difference,
0: right? You throw one over the punter's head once in the in the in the regular season. And the answer is no. cost
1: you a game, yeah. Yeah,
0: you bounce one back there on a 50-yard field goal to win the game. The answer is no, you know. And not to mention, even if you hit your target every time as a long snapper, if it doesn't get out there quick, you're going to get hits blocked. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it's just the only. way. Well, does.
1: and you think if you think about the field goal percentages and things of that nature. That's just another reason why they've gone up so much because it's, it's such a well-oiled machine. Oil machine now, yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. It's boom, 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 boom. Yeah, you know, and they do it a million times in a row. And if you throw in one cog of that wheel a little off, it screws you up.
1: You yeah, know? I mean, if the laces on the ball are in the wrong spot. Yeah, the kicker misses the kick. That goes against the kicker. I mean, it's like a
0: golf. If, I mean, you're a once golfer, the ball I mean, leaves
1: his foot, it, that's on the kicker. Yeah. So and these guys are making ninety plus percent of their kicks. The I mean, machinery must be pretty good. Really good, and a lot of it's practice and repetition.
0: And people don't think about boy, my kicker had a bad year. Did you notice he had a new punter or a rookie punter. Right. You know, like no That's one thinks That's why they about often that, don't right? change.
1: Like people were last year were like, why aren't they changing Presley Harvin out? He's having a bad year. They could get. Why don't they just put him on? Our... Well, well, do you want both your specialists to have a bad year? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> you know they've they've worked together now for the last six months on that mm-hmm. on that holding part of that. That that matters too. No, it matters. You just oh, boy, let's get, yeah. let's give Boswell a new holder this week. Right. Um, you know.
0: I mean, you golfers out there, if the ball on the tee wasn't always
1: pretty close to in the same spot,
0: do yeah. you think you'd hit it quite as well? You know, the
1: same same type of deal. Absolutely. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970. We are live from Steelers training camp here at St. Vincent College, a team uh, getting ready to hold its final practice before its first preseason game. Boy, am I ready for this.
0: Yeah, I am too. Oh I think goodness. they are too, more than us. Yeah,
1: I mean – In the spring, Matt, uh, people wondered why Mike Tomlin canceled a week of OTAs. Mm -hmm. Like, he could have had an extra week of OTAs, and he just said, no, we're we're good. That heat acclimation period where you had four straight days, where it was basically a continuation of OTAs. That's why. That that makes this stuff linger a little more,
0: too. It's like, boy, we've been here a long time. And that first week, yeah, you're out here, everyone's excited, the fans are psyched, but you don't get that much accomplished, you yeah. know, I mean, considering just, yeah. the wear and tear on your body and your physical and mental state, you know, like, is it worth it? Yeah, but not, you have to have it, what yeah. would we do without a type of situation? It's, it's
1: three practices that they would have gotten, you know, down at the south side, like, okay, we get two extra practices out here this year mm-hmm. before we... You know, a big deal.
0: Yeah. And if you're a little fresher on opening day, great. And hopefully you're still a little fresher in week 12. You know, is it because of it? You know, so we'll see. And you were making the joke before. The Ravens play tonight, and they win every preseason game. Yeah, they've won 21
1: straight preseason games. But what expense? Yeah. You know what I mean? Last like, year was that, pretty, ex- yeah. pretty costly.
0: Yeah, I mean, you got to be careful with that. I them, think
1: Dobbins went down early in the preseason before, in training camp.
0: Yeah, it was but, already but by the time. But Gus time.
1: Edwards then got hurt in a preseason game, if I remember correctly.
0: I think you're right. Yeah. And I think Peters might have, too, or maybe they was in that week one. But yeah. They lost a couple guys before the opener. And I'm not saying the Rams are smarter than everybody else. They have won the Super Bowl. But they've been – Maybe the least injured team in the league since McVay's been there. I think they're number one on that list. They played nobody in the preseason. They they were kind of ahead of the game with that. We're not going to play any of these guys. I mean, all
1: of our starters are sitting. And then what ends up happening is your first few weeks of the season – are really your yeah you know and you gotta be a pretty good team to overcome that right you, may, you, can, you, you, you might you, lose yeah. one you shouldn't
0: or you know if you go to Miami week one like oh.
1: that's why you see some shockers in those first couple of weeks you know where somebody comes in and gets upset mm-hmm. well okay but it, you know did the better team actually win probably not in some of those but that you know, day right you, you've seen it before like you know I think it was a couple years ago where was Jacksonville I think it was either Jacksonville or Houston won their opener and then lost like 14 straight games. Mm-hmm. They caught somebody who was coming off of probably a they weren't quite ready coming quite out of tra- ready. in right. training camp and lo and behold uh, they you know they go out and beat somebody because they're pros too. Mm-hmm. And then they don't win another game.
0: Yeah. It was interesting after we left the local watering hole last night I watched the new we Hard do Knocks. <laughs> I watched the new Hard Knocks and, and camp it was very good actually it's the best one I've seen yet. Campbell's pretty enjoyable. But he uh, <laughs> he talked to the team After they went full pads scrimmage, I mean, a full practice, takedown to the ground, you know, didn't hit the quarterbacks, but everything everything but. And he pretty much told them, he's like, we've done a lot of studies and we think this is the best way to get you ready for week one. We're not going to be easy on you. We want you to be a tough team where the Rams are the total opposite. Like, I don't know if there's a right answer, but if people are trying to figure out what's the best formula for getting guys ready, but also avoiding injuries and all those things too – I don't know that there's a right answer, you know.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's so this just changed with you know last year with the three preseason games. So yeah. teams are kind of still trying to feel their way through this. Mm-hmm. You know, what's the best way to do this? And it's a lot of it's kind of team dependent. You know, do you have 100%. a veteran team? Do you have a young team? I think that's why Mike Tomlin playing. You know, some of the offensive guys in this game, as he said, you're going to see Mitch Trubisky start. You're going to see the first team offensive line out mm-hmm. there. Uh, you know, these, these units that need to grow some cohesion uh, are going to play. You're not going to see a lot of your defensive starters out there. No,
0: that makes perfect sense. Yeah. I, you know, so I, I think the league has not adapted or adopted a formula yet league-wide of, well, you know, this is how you treat week one of the preseason. Is week three really the week three of previous years where you run your top guys out there because you get a break? Or do you treat it like week four, which is kind of a throwaway, bottom of your roster time? And then every team, you know, Rams versus Lions is a perfect example, and they're in very different stages of their build, uh, are going to handle a very different too. And then another factor is there's so much sports science going on right now that I'm sure there's a lot of different influences, doctors' opinions, things like that, you know, and and the technology is moving along so fast too. You know, these guys have these body trackers that tell them their heart rates (laughs) and all that stuff too, you know,
1: and their workloads. Yeah, absolutely, so that's a, that's a big part of it as well. Um, he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to our live coverage here from Steelers Training Camp here on ESPN 970 and Steelers Nation Radio. We are going to take a break as the Steelers uh, get their stretch uh, session in here uh, before they break off into their individual uh, units, and then uh, they'll get right into practice here. We'll be, take a break. We'll be back with more right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to St. Vincent College in La Trobe. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. This is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio and... ESPN nine seven. The Steelers still uh, going through their stretching period here before they uh, go get into practice. I believe this is practice number thirteen. today. Is it thirteen? Yeah. Um, so thirteen practices before they get into an actual game. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. And
0: before you actually get get after it, plus you mentioned the mini camps and OTAs and all that stuff as well. It's time. Yeah, I mean, it just it is, is it time. It feels sure like these it for guys, all guys want of us, to hit right. somebody else.
1: Yep. Uh, Steelers making a roster move. Uh, Ulysses Gilbert, who was dealing with a uh, some kind of foot issue on his, I believe it was his right foot, if I remember correctly. Okay. Uh, he had a walking boot on yesterday. Well, he was waved, injured, and the uh, Steelers signing uh, Hamilkar Rashid, And C.H. Uh, Kerr32 on Twitter says, if I remember correctly, you guys were fairly high on Hamilkar Rashid. Well, I don't remember that. Uh, coming out of the draft of the year, and he needed to add some good weight but showed a lot of promise as a pass rusher. Could he potentially be a number one three rusher in the future on this team? I don't see that happening. I never heard of him. I don't remember being high on him. I they cleaned him is. off waivers from the Jets. Okay. Uh, he was an Oregon State guy, 6'3", 254. So he is an outside. I mean, he's an edge guy. I yeah, mean, 30... They
0: almost have one too many insides and one fewer well, outside, especially yeah, with his injuries.
1: But, so Alex Highsmith's not going to play on Saturday. We know that. Yep. TJ Watts, Watts, Watts gonna not going to play right on there. Saturday. Jannard Avery's been hurt. You needed another outside back. They definitely needed a body there. Yeah, so that's why that move was made. I don't see Hamilcar Rashid, who was released by the Jets, being any kind of long-term No, fix. I mean, hey, I'll watch him like everybody <laughs> yeah, else. Yeah, right. But I, I didn't know who he was
0: coming out of the draft. I wasn't high on him. I apologize. I, maybe, maybe just have him confused with somebody else because I don't know who he is. But I'll watch him, and there is an opportunity there, I mean, right now for – those guys will at least oh, play, and he, you yeah, know, right, 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 and,
1: and, and you know make some plays. There's always that chance that yeah, that something good happens there. And you know, they signed Rondell Carter uh, last week as another outside linebacker because they've, they've been short of that so position. Short, yeah, um, and that's you know unfortunate for Ulysses Gilbert. He got hurt, but mm-hmm. life goes on. So was he put on IR? Uh, he was waived injured. So that's that's once he said he, that the I way that works. So you waive them injured. That means you come to some kind of injury settlement. Yeah. And then when the guy's healthy, maybe it go back and revisit that Yeah, or yeah, yeah, like okay. that. That's what I thought whenever you said,
0: and I just want to make sure our listeners understood. So he's not a stealer at the moment in Correct. any capacity. But right, nobody right.
1: else is going to claim him either because he's... Because he's waived injured. Injured, right. injured yeah. Right, right, right. So that so, doesn't mean he won't be back or any of those things. Right. Uh, but, yeah, they were just really short at the linebacker position. Um, you know, Marcus Allen's been out. He's out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so they, they they had inside backers but not much on the outside and
0: special it. teamers
1: <laughs> yeah you know, right I
0: mean those guys are big time special teamers for the preseason so we broke up into team or um, you know each each side offense is down here defenses on the other field and um you know it looks like there'll be some warm-up type stuff here and then we'll get after it absolutely and
1: uh, we will continue to get af- after it here on the air which is what we do. know nah, nah, I
0: kind of missed that
1: yeah um so uh get to actually watch practice here and talk about it um Matt uh you haven't gotten to see practice the last couple of days. It's been a I, I while. have. Um, Steelers not in pads today. They're more in, they're in shells. They're in shells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the difference in that is the shells aren't as big. Ba- the shells get you know keep you used to carrying something on your mm-hmm. shoulders, but it's not your actual shoulder pads. And there'll be some bumping
0: possibly, yeah. and some line guys you know that are be happy that they're on, but it won't be a real full. It certainly won't be a full fledged practice. There won't be tackling. There won't be live. Line stuff, I would imagine. No, 100%. no not close you know, to right. a game either. That's not close game, right? Yeah. But it's lighter on them. They don't. To, they're they're more comfortable in this apparel than you know full pads, of yeah. course. But it still protects them a fair amount. This
1: is typically what they wear during the season. For practice, for yeah, they're in a week. of course, aren't going to be real real heavy. Now, some guys it does look like are wearing shoulder pads. And yeah, I, aren't.
0: I, I, when you said that, I forget who I was looking at. I'm like, boy, there's some guys that do look like yeah, they're. some guys
1: are. And maybe, you know, you can gather from that who's going to play and who's not. You're just getting another day in mm. wearing your pads.
0: Yeah, maybe you're true. Maybe, um, I guess we could probably do some deductive reasoning and see who's dressed how and accordingly and whatnot. Yeah, but,
1: but I highly doubt they're going to have any physicality to this practice in terms of no guys hitting one another. It's nice to see Najee out there, though. Yeah, he's been out there the last three days doing kind of this, mm-hmm. this part of it. Uh, like he's
0: not wearing a helmet, but he's got shells on. It looks like, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I mean, he's, he's getting these carries. Actually, he's got his
1: he's got his pads on. Yeah. Um, again, getting used to re getting used to carrying the pads again. That's what he actually said. Talked to him on Saturday. And he says, you know, you you get all ramped up to go out and do this stuff, and then you get hurt, like the first day of. <laughs> right, Someone
0: steps, yeah, right. steps on your foot. Yeah. Somebody
1: steps on your foot. The first day of uh, practicing pads and then now you got to kind of get used to carrying the pads again never really thought of that angle but it makes sense because they really haven't
0: done it for a long time and you know this isn't as grueling obviously as a game but when you're on play 50 60 in a game and you haven't done it since last year you know fully padded as physical as that that has to take a toll i mean i I think early season conditioning in general is a huge facet to the NFL and betting and you know picking winners and things like that. I mean, if you got to, if this team was going to Denver in week one or Miami in week one, that's a brutal situation.
1: So it's good that they're going to be in the hood. Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, I know a lot of guys looking forward to that first game. Uh, one guy I talked to today about is Connor Hayward. Um, he shows up all the time, all over the place. Um, you know. As a an end of line blocker, kind of as a wing blocker, yeah. on the backside as a receiver, uh, split out wide, and, and uh, special seemed to, teams, seemed to have he a can real carry play the ball.
0: Him. I mean, you can do a lot of different things. And uh, I, I remember even just early on when we got up here, thinking, why is a sixth, you know, second to last pick in the draft on the field as much as he was? And that was even when Friermuth was, you know, fully involved. And now Friermuth's back. I'd expect Hayward still to have a role. I just get the impression they like him.
1: You know, yeah, they, they can like, ask
0: him to do anything, and he's, he's going to do it. When,
1: when, wow. I, when I asked uh, um, Fredo, Alfredo Roberts about him, Tight end coach, yeah. when I talked to him the other day, his eyes kind of lit up. Like I think, <laughs> I think they really kind of excited about what the, the possibilities are with him as a matchup issue mm-hmm. in some of these things. Like you know, If, if everyone
0: just treats they, him like a fullback and puts a big, heavy, yeah, good non-coverage luck with that. linebacker he can on run. him, you're going to be in trouble, right? Yeah, he and can so run. You have to account for him.
1: So there might be some, especially early in the season, some situations where you put him on the field and, yeah. you know, they kind of catch his teams by surprise. Right, right. I mean, again,
0: he's not the matchup nightmare that Rob Gronkowski was. Yeah. I mean, I'm not suggesting that at all. it's but not the
1: matchup nightmare that Friar moves. <laughs>
0: right. But if Friar moves out there with two receivers and a running back and Hayward – and they count that as 12 and you get a base defense, well, he's going to get a linebacker in coverage and yeah. probably their weakest one in coverage. If they throw nickel at you, well, you're pretty strong in terms of running at them because he can block too. So guys like that, that's that's the use check thing. I mean, that's yeah. a guy I keep comparing him to. All of the Niners call use check a fullback and the Sears call him a tight end. But I bet there will be similar gray area of their you know their actual
1: position. Positionless football, man. Positionless, Positionless football. football. Mike tel- do says that all their- the time. Go out there and contribute in a lot of ways. Absolutely, and uh, you know, special teams are going to be a big part of that. And I know when people start cutting the roster, mm-hmm. they always forget about that aspect of things. Like you know, that doesn't matter at all. You just keep. You're not just keeping your 53 best, or you're not hiding. No. Oh, we're going to put him on these. He's some gonna of your be... best offensive or defensive players don't make
0: the team. Well, not your best, but some of your, you know, some of the ones that are deserved yeah. it but don't make the team because they're not good on
1: teams. Right. If you don't have a role there. Um, you don't have a role, mm-hmm. period. The coaches, <laughs> coaches, and GMs uh, think differently,
0: and they both think differently than fans. But coaches think about how do I win this game with my best, you know, number of guys I'm allowed to dress. And I, if this guy goes down, who can fill? And that's the beauty of a Connor Hayward. I mean, three probably different guys could
1: get hurt, and he could be get you out of their game at their position. Yeah, you know what I mean, right? Um, you know, so those guys have extra value. A guy like Gunnar Olszewski is mm-hmm. extra value. Right, right, right. You know, he's it, he's out there catching receiver drills now, but he's here for special teams. Right, you know? but I mean, he's, he's going to be active on game day. When people are talking about cutting this roster, and like it's, they don't even mention Gunnar Olszewski. In fact, we heard, uh, you know, with Wes Euler and Arthur Moats' show before us, there was a, tw- a tw- question on Twitter like, you know, how do you rate the rank these guys? Gunnar Olszewski might be one on that list. It was Miller, Boykin, <laughs> and Olszewski. Yeah. General making this. He's roster. making the team. Yeah,
0: I mean, on, on game day, who's gonna catch more passes?
1: He'll be that's last a different of those question. three. But yeah,
0: in terms of value to the football team, Gunner's one or two. <laughs> uh, Miller's been really impressive. Yeah. I would have put him one because I think he's had a really good camp and he's gonna be a factor on offense. Where I don't want Gunner to be a, a factor on offense, but he's making this team.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's you know, so the depth at the wide receiver position is good. Mm-hmm. Um, very we'll see if it stays that way throughout the course of preseason but mm-hmm. um you know things things happen out there but i've even like some of the down the line guys uh, tyler Vaughn's is, is flashed at times yeah, and, yeah yeah and uh you know sims and boykin yeah and, you know right cody white has he just keeps making plays out white's there. white's like a cockroach he never goes away man yeah. he just keeps working and working and you can't kill him yeah um so i mean i think they've got good depth there maybe not the kind that well other teams would look at it and go "Boy, we got to have that guy or that guy but I've Deontay Johnson has really good feet. By the he way, he really does. Yeah. <laughs> In case people forget, we're yeah. watching this. All right, there, Rex right? Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I like his toes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sweet feet. That's that's kind of his separator. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, even
0: like Pickens is an amazingly talented guy. This drill isn't for him compared to yeah, like Deontay. They're, they're doing like a the,
1: little stutter step around the these cones
0: and the changing directions, yeah. and then they come back and drive back to the ball like it's a uh, you know like they're running a route. And that's not picking strong suit, but boy, Johnson looks great
1: when he does yeah, it. Yeah, he's just super smooth with the chopping the feet mm-hmm. and, and keeping him moving, and the body. Like, you can tell things like that. Like, if if his if his the eye level never really changes. Yeah, yeah. That's that's one thing that you look for. Like. That's like a sprinter thing too. Yeah.
0: like you you watch those guys or picture Eric Dickerson when he broke away in the open field. His his head would come up and he was just smooth, smooth, smooth as he separates from everybody. You know, it's not as easy to do as you think.
1: It is not. Uh, yeah, there's, you watch. Look, you, I mean, there. you watch the eye level here. Very rarely, it doesn't change a whole lot. No. Nope. And you know what happens? There's something that you tell batters uh, a lot. Actually, when you're coaching baseball, is like when you change that eye level when you swing. You know, if you if you over stride or something like that, and your eyes go from from up here to down here, we well, just change how you're looking the at the ball. pitch. View the ball. Right, right, yeah. right. 100%. Change the view of the, view of the ball. Uh, Jerry Rice
0: is like the best example too. But smooth. It's smooth. <laughs> but all these receivers strive to make their stem of their route it's a route tree there's a stem there's a trunk you know that before you make your break before you distinguish what route you everything you, looks it, the same everything looks the same yeah. you come off the line of scrimmage exactly the same your head's exactly the same your posture your shoulders your body lean because if no it's not the dbs are going to pick it up on tape right i mean it doesn't mean they're going to stop it but it's, right. a, it's one tell that you can give them <laughs> and rice is the poster boy i mean he's the best ever at that yeah that's why you know every route he
1: ran looked exactly the same and that's why a post looks like a curl it looks like a dig which is a four six guy it didn't matter didn't matter right right because he was just that smooth i mean you're in your pedal is he going to take me to that house
0: or is he going to break this thing off i gotta i gotta react and i'm in trouble and he knows where he's going and you don't (laughs) and so does joe and (laughs) and yeah 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 exactly
1: um, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing the, uh, the first-unit offensive line. I, I talked to a couple of the uh, linemen today about it. Um, and I know people, like, I think sometimes fans and media members overreact to the one-on-one blocking drills.
0: Oh, without question.
1: You know, um, it's not necessarily about who wins and, lo- and loses those things. And, obviously, it does matter if, mm-hmm. you're your, if you're getting your butt whipped all the time and doing this, making the same mistake. Uh, but it's just about getting those reps in because offensive line blocking is seldom just a one-on-one job. No, it never is. It yeah. never
0: is. It's more of a technique situation or, you know, is he sinking his hips enough? Is he able to redirect? Can he get out all his cleats in the ground? You know, is, is he the, those type of things. And it's a useful tool, but it's not an exact simulation yeah. of
1: game day. Uh, well, TJ just whip, chooks, a core for again. No kidding. Really? Yeah, 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 you right, know. right. But that doesn't hard mean hard to that, believe, right? And it could be
0: Lane Johnson or <laughs> yeah.
1: Ramchek or whomever, some great right tackle. But no team's ever going to leave TJ Watt consistently one-on-one with their right tackle. No, and that's just like, a recipe for disaster.
0: And the Steelers aren't going to leave Chooks alone with top
1: rushers from that you know, that side of
0: the field. Yeah, either. you just you know, don't do that. That's, you know.
1: that's silly. Right, right, right. Why would you do that? You're going to combo block with him. You're going to have he's going to at least have a chipper back
0: there to help. All that being said. I'm looking at the O line. I think even more than the quarterbacks, yeah. you know, for these games, because I I, I want to get a positive feel for whoa, <laughs> 14 making. I think he got in there. Yeah, he got that in. Get yes. the feet down. Throwing fades here to the corner of the end
1: zone, and Pickens again makes a phenomenal play. Yeah, he just does that every day. Yeah, he does it every day. Every right. Every day. Union bat nine. Something. Um. We had that discussion a lot yesterday. Uh, yes. We'll get back into that, but I think fans are going to like what they see from him.
0: Oh, I think so, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, what he just did there is hard to pull off, and he does it all the time. Yeah. Like, makes
1: the uh, the spectacular look routine. Very much so, yep. And the routine look, well, routine. And Miles could go Yeah, that him. was very nice he as well. He started to flash a little bit more here in the last,
0: last uh, week or so. I um, liked him coming out of school. I didn't yeah. think he was overdrafted at all, and, and – I know he's just big, strong, fast, but I think there's more to him than just that too. Yeah. And what I don't know does he help on teams? I mean, I'll, be, I'll keep an eye on that on Sunday. They, or when Saturday. they uh,
1: they were doing gunner work the other day, and I wrote this down. Um, I remember we were so, on the
0: air; he was doing gunner work.
1: Yeah. So the first the first team guys were James Pierre and Anthony Miller as gunners, and then the second. Which I found
0: interesting that it's Miller. Yeah. I mean, and then the second. Yeah,
1: absolutely. The second unit was Boykin and and. Uh, Lane. And lane, okay. So, and Lane did a fair amount of it last year. Yeah, you know,
0: right. So, no, that's good. I mean, it, it, no matter what happens, if Boykin makes his team, he can't be a non-factor on special right, teams. Right, got to be a factor, right, right,
1: right. The only difference between him and those other guys that we just mentioned, the other three guys are more twitchy than him. That's better, he's line, better stronger, yeah, he's
0: bigger, stronger, but he's not as quick or explosive. You know, yeah. the first couple
1: steps type of guy, accelerator. Yeah, and I get to imagine Gunnar Olszewski is pretty good at that, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would think he yeah. could be. He might be their best gunner, and they just already know it. Yeah. I, the, I, the question with with Gunner Olszewski is like, is he going to knock himself out in the game or something? Because he just <laughs> full speed into everything, just <laughs> smash
0: whatever's in front of <laughs> It's you. Yeah. Like Hulk, smash. A thousand miles an yeah. hour, right? <laughs> people will like watching him too. I mean, I mean, I know some of you probably go get a beer, use a bathroom, or whatever during special teams. But oh, it, do I, that, I, in this preseason,
1: especially, no, especially
0: one hundred percent. But I mean, I, I think Gunner will be a favorite of the crowds as well. Absolutely. His, his, yeah. You know the
1: veracity in which he plays the game and the aggression he is aggressive and and uh, plays it like plays wide receiver like a defensive back yeah well said Um, and plays special teams like he was a defensive back that he was i mean Mm -hmm. he's just uh he's not afraid to tackle people and hit people and do things like that so i think he'll be a valuable member on this team I know they're throwing routes
0: versus air in the end zone right now. They're working on this specific uh, route combination, but they've been throwing good balls. I mean, the yeah. ball's coming out on time, crisp, you know, a lot better than it was two weeks ago. This drill would have been much uglier two weeks ago.
1: Yeah, I agree, and we're even seeing uh, Chris Oladokun out there doing yeah, some yeah. things as well, getting some so. shots. Yeah, yeah, um, but he's why they can't. They can't do anything with Mason Rudolph. You can't trade Mason Rudolph. with. Chris Aloncon was not even mentioned as a possibility to play in this preseason game. <laughs> and he's taken like two snaps. Two snaps, right. In, in any kind of team stuff in this entire camp. Like, his. You can't go into him the season with him as number three. His Steeler story really starts here next year. Next year, yeah. 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 This yeah. is all about him getting a year of learning on the practice squad. Mm-hmm. And then people, good always, for him. <coughs> people I mean, might good say, for him. well, why did you draft him? Well, you had to get somebody here. You're going to come to camp with four arms. Who is that fourth arm going to be if if not him? Because nobody else was going to want to sign here. Nobody would want to sign here. I mean, mean, you just signed. Who wants to sign knowing you're going to get no snaps? You signed the quarterback, and you drafted one in the first round, the only one in the first round. You'd rather sign with the Chiefs or the Bills. absolutely Right. And you have no chance of starting there. You have
0: no chance to start anywhere as an undrafted free agent. You might as well go somewhere you can at least get snaps, and that's not here. I mean, no. the only team that took a first-round quarterback—you don't want to go
1: there. No, you know they're going to get him. Right. work. I do think it's interesting, Matt. You know, back in 2019, when uh, the Steelers—that was Mason Rudolph's second year—they um, got—they didn't play Landry Jones a lot in the preseason. Mm. He didn't get many snaps uh, at all, even in, even in training camp. It was all basically Mason Rudolph and Ben Roethlisberger, and then. You know, we're, It was kind of assumed at that point, well, Landry's going to be the number two, but Mason had played well enough in the preseason that that didn't matter. Uh, they, they went ahead and made the move to put him in at number two. They're still giving Mason Rudolph that, those number two snaps. Yeah, right. that's a good point. That's a yeah, good point. So he's not it's going definitely anywhere. noteworthy. No, yeah. he's not going anywhere. They like him, and he's he's valuable, and you wouldn't get hardly anything back in return. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to take another break as the Steelers line up to get do uh, seven shots. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970. We'll be back live from St. Vincent College right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And, uh, well, the offense just won seven shots here, and they still got two opportunities left uh George i've been P- around for a while but this has, has to be as good as seven shots performance as they yeah. put on pretty I mean, good it's pretty slick yeah apparently they are going live today so we can we don't have to oh, guess whether anthony no, McFarland got into the end zone or not he did Good point yeah. yeah um so they're they're five for five right now um well, Pickens' first one was beautiful, just yeah. plucking. I mean, he has two of them already. He's got two from Trubisky, one on both sides, mm-hmm. uh, so not just
0: uh, so he, but he, high, pointing the football yeah. over somebody. I mean, mossing them, plucking it over. Yeah, their got, head, one, basically. got one on
1: Cam Sutton, got one on uh, on uh, Levi Wallace, and Kenny Pickett out there now, and that's intercepted. No, yes, I think hit the ground. Hit the ground. It bounced but around nearly, a lot. Yeah. He, he threw it into traffic. Probably
0: should have thrown that one away. Uh, It got deflected, bounced around in the air a little bit. Exactly what you don't
1: want. Yes, especially in the end zone. You don't want that to happen. Uh, So that's the offense's first failure on this. Are we seeing Rudolph out there now Um, for the final chance here?
0: It must be because I see Pickett and Trubisky, and I don't see Rudolph. Yeah, he
1: usually steps into the huddle. Yep, Uh, that's him. Yep, so uh, we'll see what Mason Rudolph does here. Got uh, down here split wide is Steven Sims at the bottom of the – here, and uh, nobody up top. we get everybody tight up top. Got yeah, kind of a bunch set to the right. Yeah. Uh, under center, and a little play action. Looking, good, good looking. Good blitz pickup. Ooh, wasn't a bad ball.
0: Nah, White probably should have caught that. Yeah. The coverage was good. Yeah. Put the ball where he could make a play, and, and he probably should have hauled that one in. A um, couple plays stood out there. I mean, Pickens is a star. Uh, I mean, what he's doing here in the first 15 minutes of practice, just Reminds me of how special he can be and might be already. Um, nice tunnel screen that they scored on, too. Getting it well executed, got it to Miller right away. Miller's more physical than, yeah. as we've often told you, than the average slot guy. Yeah, he powered his way through the end zone, got low, got his pads down, and drove in. And again, that was, you know, full go. I mean, those guys are tackling, they're blasting each other, and uh, offense did real well early on there, led by Trubisky.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Offense, I guess, wins that four to three. I guess the last. Oh no, no, Gunnar Olszewski got in once too on that. uh, Yes, on that little jet sweep. Yep, yep, yep. So, so it's five two. Five two. They lost the last two, but they won the first one. They lost yesterday five two, and Mason Rudolph had the only two completions. So that comes back around again. Mm -hmm. Well, now we got. This is always a fun drill. So we got running backs versus linebackers here in in the uh, in the gauntlet. They got about ten yards to work with here, uh, and then. Oh, I see what you're doing Yeah, here. Yeah, this There's a one there one tackling. This is, this is physical.
0: There, there's cones set up. They, yeah. have a, they have a 10-yard runway. Big power defensive players, mostly D-backs and linebackers, as you'd imagine, and ball carriers. So let's see how this goes. 26. So I assume he has to stay between the cones yes, he has and the sidelines. But he has, okay. he,
1: he has either way to work with her. Okay.
0: So getting it to him, he's got to find the defender quickly.
1: This was the drill the other day that – uh Arthur Millette did this like 9 out of the out of the 39 times that they ran the the drill. He took, yeah. he took 9 of the snaps in that. He was just out there constantly. And he's up now, I believe. Uh yeah, he is. So let's see what he's how he does here. Is that Minka? No, that's Minka. That's Minka and he forced a fumble there. Caused uh, a fumble on, right on uh, who is he? On, uh, on, on the Miller. Miller. Yeah. Miller, yeah.
0: And then he chucked the ball in the up in the air and it all fired up winding winding people up. The rep before that, Warren didn't break free, but I wouldn't say he lost the rep either. He was yeah. really low, and he got knocked just out of bounds, but it was still a nice run. Ooh, a good collision there. Right? Yeah.
1: Trey Norwood getting uh, – This is a good – This is definitely a good Master drill. Teague on the ground there, but he, mm-hmm. Master Teague falling forward, which is what yeah, you – Yeah, Teague would, has some physicality That's him. what you your backs to do. Yeah, this drill's – this is where, like Derek Watt got – Banged up the other day, Connor Hayward. Nice job tackling. Very there. nice job, Kello Weatherspoon. You know, yeah, getting uh, Connor Hayward, a bigger guy, down in the open field there.
0: I've been raving about Hayward, but what showed up to me there was he doesn't have the instant acceleration of a McFarland or somebody like that. You yeah, know? I mean, he's a different type of athlete.
1: Ooh, Carl Joseph getting beaten there by uh, Tyler Vaughn's in the open field. I kind of blame Joseph on that one. Yeah, you can't. He kind of dropped his head.
0: Oh, oh, George Pickens. <laughs> Pickens, going over. Going over, I think he got his toes in too.
1: Yeah, that was I mean, over Justin Lane there, and it wasn't like it was anything. It wasn't a bad tackle. No, time. it was just kind <laughs> just, of very. He was there and then move. he wasn't. And That's a nice tackle.
0: That was form tackle, drive him out
1: of bounds. Stephen Sims uh, getting taken down by Arthur Millette. By
0: Millette, yeah. He this a is Millette shines here, huh? That's a tough dude. Ooh, that was well done.
1: Yeah, I say Boykin there got. There's Miles Boykin working against uh,
0: his acceleration. There took me a little by surprise. Carlos Patel, for Patel, yeah. such a big guy.
1: Oh, Ooh. a little okey-doke to the inside there.
0: Faked him out of his shoes. That's uh, Calvin Austin. There's the beep-beep yeah. the speed. Yeah, not, not a lot to hit either. No. All right, we'll...
1: Okay, huh? Levi Wallace. Oh, and, he got the ball out.
0: And the thing Wallace did there, too, was a little more like a game situation. He's like, I'm a corner. I'm not going to give him the sideline. Yeah. If he's going to beat me it's to the middle where I have all the help, I mean, yeah. he played it like a corner does, not yeah. just run up and blast it. I like
1: what Tom Bradley said about him last night when we did a show together. Mm. It's like, look, if you played at Alabama, yeah, you know how to tackle.
0: You know how to tackle, right. <laughs> you know, that's, and, that's
1: a Nick Saban. You better
0: – you're going to hit live in practice. And if you're a walk-on Alabama and you end up being a starter on a national championship
1: team, you know how to tackle. Okay, so here we got uh, – is this uh, Minka Fitzpatrick? The gunner? Gunner Olszewski. This is a premium matchup here. Little shake, and bake. Little shake, shake. He forced him out of bounds. Mm-hmm. And Minko handled that like a free
0: safety. Like, yeah. I don't. I can't destroy him, but he can't get past he me. So I'm going to break me. down by half a second more. Then the, the cavalry arrives, and I'm going to stay square to him. All
1: right. So now we get just. They're, they're giving gun oh, another shot. they going up again. Here. They want to see that right, again. Okay. Reloading it. This is a Mike Tomlin uh, hallmark. Yeah, here.
0: they use this all the time for backs on backers or whatever.
1: Now at that time he attacked. Him. Yeah, he, he really on the ground like okay.
0: I wonder if Tomlin told him, yeah, hey, don't, don't play just, it pass. Yeah, you go know? get him. Go be the guy. You know? Go get him. Especially because his last rep, he threw the ball in the air yeah. and caused a fumble. You
1: know? <laughs> All right, so Boykin here. No, nah, that was White. On oh, that's Cody White and uh, James Pierre. White's a monotone guy. Now we got uh, here. Again. This is 13, I think. Yeah, Miles Boykin, and I can't tell who the DB is here, but he's, he's coming up hard. Ooh. Okay. ooh, nice job! Oh, that was that was Hayward. It wasn't. Oh, that was Hayward. Okay. yeah. Yep. He laid the lumber. Oh, okay, that's Demonte KZ there. Okay, that's so. a nice
0: little match up there. Yeah. I mean, Hayward's a lot heavier than him. Neither one was bashful about that collision. No,
1: they were not. He came up hard. This this practice might be a smidge more physical <laughs> than we thought. By <laughs> that's the way, really, I just I just tweeted that out. I'm like, I didn't Did expect this. Maybe because yesterday was so lackadaisical. Yeah.
0: Like, ooh, nicely done.
1: <laughs> oh. Master Teague just running yeah. through Chris Steele. Now that's a that's a running back against a, a cornerback. I mean, he's a lot bigger than but him, but he just stiff armed him to the ground. Put him right. on the ground. That right. was bugging windshield there. Yeah, right.
0: Ran right over him. Here's, I think our guy. No, no, they're giving him another rep. It looks oh, like. they're
1: going to do this. They reloaded that one. You can't let that go. On, uh, you got to do that again.
0: If you're Mr. Steele, you need to step yeah, up you here. You better, and...
1: you better win this one. You better win this one. So here we go. Coming up, he's coming up hard. Oh, oh, oh! Wow, very, nice balance. Yeah, very nice. But he did step out though. I
0: don't know if you caught this though, but the coach that flipped Teague the ball didn't do him any favors. It was like up here, and he field it weird, so yeah. he, he couldn't get up to full speed as quick.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, that was oh, a nifty little move there, little there by, by eighty. By yeah. Tyler Vaughn's uh, getting inside, give him a little de- a dead leg there on the. Uh, yeah,
0: untouched. You don't see untouched Stevens, very often yeah. here.
1: Lyndon Stevens just took the uh, outside and boom. Almost the There's same thing. One. In the next rep. There's another one.
0: If you're a D back, you can't allow an O lay here.
1: No, know? no, that's that's not what you. would You got to at least slow the guy down. Yeah. Oh, that's just beat to the outside. I'd say that was nice. That's Jalen Warren. Yeah. Against.
0: I mean, that drill was over before the defensive back even got involved because yeah. he Jayle just showed Warren's acceleration to the outside yeah,
1: faster than I think people think. You see yeah, that? Yeah. You see that frame, and you don't necessarily think speed. No. Now they're flipping it around. They'll go the other way. So, mm-hmm. this is uh, this is round two, but he's also an accelerator. Like yeah, he, he got the full
0: speed quickly. Oh, offense is getting the better of this last year. Yeah, I mean this is an offensive drive. It is, but They'd, still, yeah. i like to. The, they were getting a lot more body on him early on. Yeah.
1: You're listening to our live coverage here on ESPN 970 and Steelers Nation Radio, and uh, well, there goes uh, Calvin Austin. Nice job, there. It was, yeah. And you
0: see that he's not going to run through tackles or run people. No, that's no, no.
1: not his game. But uh, Carlin's Patel getting Calvin Austin on the ground there. This is this a, will be McFarland. This yeah. is a this
0: is a, a drill I would think he'd shine at.
1: Okay, okay, okay. That's well okay. done. Okay. What that's well he, hey, done. I liked how he kept driving his legs.
0: Yep. Yeah. I mean they had his. His uh, undershirt there, yeah. and he wasn't getting loose, but he, he, yeah, he that still shirt started, showed some power. That shirt
1: started out as a medium. It's now an XL. <laughs> and that was down on his knees. <laughs> but the defensive back didn't give up either. I yeah. mean, that was a Cam, pretty was evenly Cam fought Sutton, battle, right? Uh, yeah, Sutton doing his job. Cam Sutton getting him on the ground. Here's Pickens. And, oh, good job there that by was well done, yeah, yeah. James Pierre getting uh getting George Pickens on the ground. He mm-hmm. went out George Pickens once said again, he says, run that back. Run that back. I can do that. I can do that better.
0: Coach is too Yeah. Only one person okay. asked for that. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Here we go again. They tried to go. they did go over the top, but he got him out of bounds.
0: The jumping, swell, and all for the fans, but I don't want to that's see a lot of leaping yeah. guys. I mean, that's you're you're not in high school.
1: No, this, you're not going to get away with that a lot. I hope in that's the not NFL. his go-to
0: move after you know one-on-one Ooh, with a back no, that, that was quick.
1: Okie doke by. Uh, that's uh, 84. That is uh, Tyler Steed. Hmm. I don't know him. He's a little guy at East Carolina. There's Boykin. I was Boykin. Oh, nice job there. He's not easy to tackle. No, there's, there's. It gets big. You know, the the, the legs keep churning.
0: I keep picturing him like catching okay, his slant comes, again. Here
1: comes Master T again. This is his. This is his drill. Yeah, I mean, he's actually shining here. Yeah, one on one, he's gonna run over these defensive backs. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Oh, they put a linebacker against him. I was gonna say then he's Mark Robinson, and he still he still ran over he Mark still got Robinson. The better of him, right? Good for him. Good for him. Good for him. That's uh, the kind of
0: stuff you need to do when you show up late to camp and you know yeah. start to make a, Open a, a some splash. Eyes.
1: right? Open some eyes.
0: Everyone in camp's watching this, so he
1: can be a power guy. Najee wants <laughs> Najee wants to get in. Here. He says, "I want to see that again." Najee wants to see that again. They're giving it to him. Okay, so Mark Robinson against Master Teague again here. Boy, yeah. coach loves us. Yeah, Najee Harris—he wanted to see that one bad. He came running in. Let's see that again. Co- <laughs> coach obliged. Yeah. Here we go. Oh yeah, at least Mark Robinson stuck him that time. Yeah, <laughs> and he's letting them know it.
0: <laughs> and It wasn't a bad run by Teague No. He got I mean, low he still and fell forward It was, forward a, it was too. a good collision, yeah. but Robinson just made a very short tackle. Yeah, all
1: they're gonna do is here's the round three. All right, yeah. all right the rubber match, it's like the thrill in Manila. <laughs> here we go. Both guys wanting this one. Let's see what how, how this one goes down. He just tried to power through him again that time. Maybe let's see if he goes to a little more shake and bake here this time.
0: A little different than going against a defensive back. Yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely. He, oh, he, died, oh, ah, he got, okay, on the ground, got him though. on the ground. Good job. I think he got him on the ground. I think so, too. i not sure if the knee hit or not. I think There's the helmet, some... hit, uh, the helmet hit, hit the ground, so that's the same as a. .. I think that's how they're going to wrap the drill. Yeah. But that's a great he, drill. He tried to spin off the tackle there. Uh, but they, yeah, that was good physicality there in that drill. You see Mike Tallman calling everybody in there. kind like, yeah, of. Okay, that that's, that's what I wanted to see. That's what I wanted to see. Absolutely. There wasn't a, very many bad reps there at all. No, absolutely not. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly, You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970. We're going to take a break here live from Steelers training camp at St. Vincent College. We'll be back with more right after this.